1: Once again, that is the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Glad to have each and every one of you. It is election season. We are seeing the poll numbers come in, and the midterms are not looking too good for the, uh, the blue states, for those who want them to be bluer. Uh, how about a red wave? Well, we're not there yet, but... I think Joe Biden and his administration's doing everything they can to tick off the american citizens. I mean even the illegals that are here illegally they don't like inflation they 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 don't like it any more than their citizens do. They don't get to vote on it we We hope they don't get to vote on it in some places they may, but listen on Doc Holiday's rock split in politics this week, we're talking about. Our president, Joe Biden, he has created his own ministry of truth. <laughs> ministry of truth. Well, he doesn't call it that. But they say it's a ministry about, when well, not ministry, a department about disinformation. So we're going to talk about that this week. Very important subject. I mean, have we ever had a disinformation czar? <laughs> no, we haven't. No, we haven't. So who are they going to be, who's calling what truth is? Oh, the liberals are, not just the liberals, the far-left liberals. And you can't get anybody more far-left than the, uh, uh, the person they chose who, who's already <laughs> spread disinformation about Hunter Biden's laptop and other things in her past, disinformation, and she's going to be the ministry of Joe Biden's truth. Wow. Wow. Okay, we're going to talk about that today. Before we get there, we got uh, a couple of things we're going to touch base. Listen, last November, it was exciting to see in the new blue state of Virginia that it actually went red, not only with the governor, but with the lieutenant governor, attorney general. And uh, just for the facts, yes, uh, the lieutenant governor is Winsome Sears. She happens to be a black American, and she. One, for the first time ever, the lieutenant governor's uh, job, the first time there is a, uh, a black person who's been lieutenant governor in the state of Virginia. And was, was she welcome with all the new uh, ceiling-breaking recommendations that always accompany Democrats? No, she wasn't. In fact, she was called by some other uh, black newscasters a white supremacist. Can you believe that? What an insult. But that's the way these uh, leftists look at things and that's what the scary thing about developing their own ministry of truth within the department of homeland security which is what it is a, a law enforcement agency and and that's where they decided to put this uh ministry of truth or Department of this information. Uh, but uh, let me play a, you know, when we have some victories and we see something good going on, let's. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears was on Newsmax and just talking about the first hundred days. Uh, let, let's play that because we want to hear some good things that are happening in America. Take a listen to Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, State of Virginia.
2: Staying busy in his first 100 days in office, signing 700 bills impacting the economy, health care policy, law enforcement policies, taxes, and various other issues. Joining us now with reaction, Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome seer- Sears. Uh, welcome back, Lieutenant Governor. Thanks so much for coming on today. I know you've been in office now for a little over 100 days. Tell me about what that's been like. What are you most proud of from this administration?
3: Well, it's been an exciting time, and for us to reach 100 days is certainly historic for us, because you remember, nobody even gave us a chance of winning the election, period. And so we think that the governor has been very successful, including the the House and, of course, some parts of the Senate, and certainly myself and our Attorney General, Jason Meares, who has been very busy trying to protect us here in the Commonwealth. But- It's uh, the governor. Unfortunately, uh, we did not get through his gas tax relief that he wanted. And the Democrats in the Senate who were come lately to the party come around to see that the people in Virginia were asking for relief, Mm -hmm. did not uh, come around to that. Unfortunately, maybe we can get that through the budget, which we still don't have. But the governor did get some things through educationally uh, and and it means that the parents and the children were prevailing uh, because we now know that we have the gas mask gone and that was an executive order before it was challenged and now it's gone. Uh, We have the Literacy Act, which was a bipartisan effort, to be sure and to be frank, and that has gone through. The governor signed that uh, yesterday. And um, what that will tell us is that, first of all, you're going to need some reading specialists to help get these children through because COVID has done a bad number. And then, of course, he also says in that bill that we have to have teachers who understand the the, the information that they're teaching. They have to show mastery in it. So we got along through 841 bills uh, were sent to him. <laughs> That's yes, impressive. and he vetoed 26. Mm-hmm. All of his vetoes were sustained. He didn't get the necessary two-thirds majority that, he, that was needed to override him. And, but uh, um, some others, you know, uh, he did not prevail on. But yeah. it's, it's government. It's good government.
1: Yes, it is good government. And I'm so glad that oh, we have some Republicans with common sense taking a problem-plagued state like virginia and and turning it around so yes we can learn a lot from winsome sears and 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 everybody that's uh, in leadership there in virginia but listen <laughs> well, there's more things happen and we we're going to get to the the joe biden's uh ministry of truth here in just a minute in the department of homeland security but one one or more thing i wanted to uh, let you hear about uh, because it's just it's frustrating that we're talking about, are you for border security on our southern border? And I think we mentioned it, but we do need to start saying that's the wrong question. Evidently, people aren't for border security, but we need to start asking, are you for sex trafficking on the southern border? Are you for drugs coming over, over illegal drugs coming over the border without being checked? Are you for that? Those are the questions that Americans need to be asked. That's what the poll uh, questioners need to be asking because that is what's happening on the border. If you're for sex trafficking, tell Joe Biden to keep on doing what he's doing because he is the biggest sponsor of tra- sex trafficking now in America. Joe Biden and the Democrat leftist party. They are causing more deaths from fentanyl Fentanyl uh, coming across the border enough to kill all everybody in America. I mean, I'm not just blowing smoke that's how strong fentanyl is and that's how uh, how many people could die for what's come over the border it could kill every American all 300 million and plus of us and and yet Joe Biden has done nothing done nothing to slow it down he's opened it up so until you see anything different you can know don't listen to what their lips say Listen to and hear and see what's going on. And right now, the socialist leftists who are running this country are for sex trafficking, and they are for drug pushers and fentanyl, illegal drugs that are killing American citizens. If they were against it, they would do something to stop it, and they are not. They do not lift a finger as millions, actually millions, have come over the border illegally since Joe Biden has taken the oath of office. And in that oath of office, he, he, uh, he, he gives an oath to protect the United States of America. He's not doing that. Could we impeach him? I don't even know if he you know what impeachment was now. But listen, we got to go on with the program. And uh, we, we are going to talk about this, um, this whole thing about the ministry of truth. But uh, listen to one thing I'm going to play when we're talking about free speech. As we know, uh, last week, uh, Twitter became a private company bought by Elon Musk. And he said he's going to want free speech. He even said he wanted those who don't like him to stay on Twitter you know tell you know because he said i want free speech and that a clear a clear breath of fresh air in america where speech has been stifled uh, ever since joe biden is coming in office and, and you notice how the press conferences in the white house are calm and cool and collective and they're all so giddy to answer these i mean the the uh, press to give these softball questions. Every once in a while, Fox or some reporter will will uh, nail down uh, Miss Vasaki, and <laughs> but I'm telling you, you remember when uh, President Trump, uh, his pre- press spokesman or person, they would just hammer them, hammer them, and and, and it's nothing, nothing that. Uh, like uh, what they do when they're in control and all the softball questions and they guard (laughs) Joe Biden they don't act upset that he he has numbered reporters to ask the questions to and everything's pre-planned and you know would it let anybody else get by with that it's amazing how uh, pitiful how pitiful that uh, the leadership in America has become but uh, let me let you listen to this little uh, note about uh, Twitter on, uh, and Elon Musk. And, he, you know, he's caused the left to melt down in so many ways just because he says, let's let let's have freedom of speech. We'll take a listen to this. Elon Musk, in the meantime, triggered the left wing crybabies again. In the same week Musk acquired Twitter, he posted how he once supported
2: Barack Hussein Obama, but the Democrat Party has been hijacked by
0: extremists. Liberals on Twitter couldn't handle the truth and sent a storm of angry tweets his way, with one tweeting out, this is propaganda. It's not. In fact, what Musk just did there was state
1: his opinion. See, in America, that's that's okay. Well, I might say it used to be okay before the um, left wing socialist side of the Democratic Party got in control and that's why we're getting a Ministry of Truth or better known as the Department of Misinformation uh, yes I guess they're looking for disinformation but it's misinformation to say there's disinformation and who's in charge of that Nina Jenkovich. Nina Jenkovovich, Mina Jenkovovich. And oh my, they, there are some nasty videos about what she said done over the years, and uh, it's just. But they've made this uh, oh the Mary Poppins of disinformation is that what we can call her? But let let's uh, let me let you uh, listen to uh, just listen to this from the American Center for Law and Justice, Jay Sekulow. They got a. Uh, segment coming up that is well it's going to run three or four minutes so i tell you what let me first remind you listen to doc holidays rock splitting politics you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net we're glad to have you hey it is the month of may uh, april showers bring may flowers i hope we get some may flowers of blooming into a new red wave that keeps growing and growing until November, and we have not just a, an election where Democrats and far-left socialists are beaten, but it's a transformative election, meaning people will come to the conservative side and stick to it for years and years to come. Uh, it is a shame that uh, it's taken us to get this low before some people wake up and see the direction our country's going is in a pathetically bad direction. And so I think more and more Americans are gonna step up. And it you know, basically you're looking at voting, you're stepping up to the bat, you know, the bat, you're stepping up to the plate in a baseball game. And and what what's that pitcher pitching? Well, <laughs> Pitching disinformation—that's—they're <laughs> that's, pitching disinformation at the voters. But you got to decide what to swing at, and uh, you know you need to—you you need to make it count this year, really and truly. You got to get out and get involved in the campaigns, and get your friends and neighbors involved in the campaigns, and make sure they vote because we may not ever have another chance. I mean, it, we're sinking that fast. You think, oh my. Uh, we, we we can we handled eight years obama we can handle at least four years of joe biden no no this is so we, we had somebody even though i did not like the policies of barack obama he had energy and he had vision and and i don't like where he took america but he actually had her some brains you can't say he wasn't smart but now joe biden is in decline and everybody knows it And our enemies around the world know it we're being pushed and what what would happen if we got a nuclear war who would decide when to shoot the missiles evidently not Joe Biden so the question goes who is running this nation and then the people who are running this nation have put together because I don't Joe think Joe Biden even had he would never even think of this but the people who are running our country, whoever that is, have decided to put a department of misinformation in our law enforcement, and most to protect our country, the Homeland Security Department. It's a law enforcement agency. So uh, let's let's uh, take a listen to what Jay Sekulow and the American Center for Law and Justice hear what they had to say about this Department of. Or the Ministry of Truth is what I'd rather call it, but it's the Department of Misinformation that's just been created.
0: A just recently constituted uh, Misinformation-Disinformation Governance Board. So we're bringing, uh, the goal is to bring the resources of the department together to address this threat. I just read a very interesting study that underscores the importance uh, of the the point that you make. the spread of mis- and disinformation. Mayorkas, secure the border. Stop the sex trafficking. Stop the drug cartels. Stop the fentanyl from coming in here. Stop overrunning our cities. That would be a good use of funds, but instead we've set up a governance board involving misinformation and disinformation. The new official government censors. We make up a pretty good chunk of the United States of America.
2: And there's a lot of us questioning just the entire design of our government and the, the especially these institutions because they are weaponizing them not against the illegal immigrants which is what the Department of Homeland Security was for terrorist and border
0: security no no they're weaponizing it against you. A disinformation governance review board probably runs afoul depending on the application of how they use it but certainly you would think runs afoul of the first amendment's free speech clauses. Maybe it's freedom of association clauses as well. First thing to do is find out how this all started. That process is already underway because your American Center for Law and Justice is already preparing the documents to find out what this is all about. Dangerous situation when the U.S. government starts
2: getting involved in the censorship game and they start deciding they're going to put in the Department of Homeland Security of all places, which is a law enforcement agency. So think about this is already this is criminalizing free speech. The, The idea now that being a free speech absolutist is anti-american no it's it's anti-government and that's what they don't like and and, and again it's pro-constitution though it is pro-constitution
0: the, but the, the question here is they don't like the constitution either the homeland department of homeland security sets up a disinformation governance board who do you think they're targeting you know who they're targeting you me broadcasts like this you think facebook is censorship just wait till the government's involved now in disinformation review this is their dream
1: you better bet it's their dream it's them in their dream to shut down the entire conservative side and they sometimes they let the moderate republicans they love liz cheney they love any kind of moderate republican but why are they so upset about Twitter? Because they had a monopoly. They had a monopoly on all voices. That's how they shut down the Hunter's, Biden's laptop story. They shut it down. They helped control an election by controlling information. And now, with the departure of Twitter, from that. Uh, Complete monopoly on information. Now they are afraid. What would happen if? What would happen if uh, Elon Musk actually made everything transparent? The uh, algorithm's, but they used for Twitter and getting people uh, who's going to listen to you and and how many followers and all that. What if they actually went back and? Were transparent on what was allowed in 2020 during an election. Would we see things that would make us shudder? I think we would. Maybe Elon Musk will go back and expose what the left knows what was happening. Wouldn't that be great? Hey, let's let uh, Jay Sekulow finish up, and then we'll continue on with the show.
2: Has been able to shut down the the, 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 the dissenting viewpoint. The idea that, uh, again, because when you shut down the dissenting viewpoint, you try to marginalize the uh, a political movement so that you feel like you're alone and there's not other people out there who agree with you. And then suddenly that movement doesn't grow. You, you, you silence the movement. You make it where you have to make an economic decision about your politics. Will I be able to keep my job if I decide not to go along with, with this uh, government action? This is what they've been doing to pro-life protesters and 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 pro-life uh, speakers for for decades. Now they're just they're broadening it out. Remember, they're calling you the fascist. They're calling us the
0: Nazis. But we're the, but we're the ones saying free speech absolutism. The person that's heading it up, Nina Jankowicz, says I shudder to think about if free speech absolutists were taking over more platforms. Shudder to think about free speech
3: absolutists. We the platforms to do more and we frankly need law enforcement and our legislatures to do more as well and in other countries they're looking at this you know the UK has an online safety bill that's being considered right now where they're trying to uh, make illegal this currently quote awful but lawful content
0: awful but lawful content that's it's lawful. we just the government just doesn't like it and you know the ability to petition your government for redress or grievances is also in the first amendment you know one of the one of the fundamental rights that the new Supreme Court uh, justice did not recite. That's a freedom. The freedom of speech and associations a freedom. But this is a direct attack. I-, I want you to make no mistake about it. This is a direct attack, Harry, on fundamental constitutional rights and freedom. Even the name of the organization, the Disinformation Governance Board of the United States government. She gets to decide... What is a false idea? What should be banned? And it's important and imperative to recognize that her analogy to the United Kingdom is misplaced. The United Kingdom does not have a written constitution. First Amendment, of course, the Freedom of Speech Clause. Precisely. This idea
2: that awful but lawful. If it's lawful, then the government shouldn't be getting involved. They certainly should. That's it. That should be the line right there. I don't care how awful it is. Remember, you were deplorable. Now well, it's you awful The lawful. Can
0: you imagine, a, I guess, advocating a pro-life viewpoint could be deemed to be disinformation? Uh, pro- the proclamation of the gospel, I guess, could be disinformation? I mean, I'm thinking through every case we've ever had.
1: Did you hear Jay Sekulow say the proclamation of the gospel, meaning the Bible? Is that going to be called misinformation if they don't like some parts of the Bible? They always accused thomas jefferson of cutting out the parts he didn't like out of the bible i don't know how true that story uh, was but i do know there's some liberals and socialists who uh, proclaim to be christians who would love to get rid of parts of the bible maybe they will and maybe they'll charge everything that they don't like as misinformation that needs to be rewritten hey it won't be the first time because the chinese have already rewritten the Bible, and they've done it in in a a very blasphemous way as far as uh, uh, I think there's a part in there about Jesus when he said, you know, we we read about that he who's without sin throw the first stone. And and in the the Chinese version of the Bible that the Chinese government put out, uh, they said, Jesus said that he who's without sin Throw the first stone and then he stoned the lady. They, this is what they were saying in the Bible. Jesus stoned the lady and threw the stone to kill her. And if that's not just, I mean, it's horrible. And, and uh, people who don't believe in God can say that. And they just did. But I think something's going to come back uh, and uh, uh, they'll find out that there really is a God in the country of China. They On this earth or what's after, there's going to be a reckoning, a very big reckoning for whoever wrote that and then had it placed. And the government officials up to the very top had to approve it. So there's a lot of people are going to wish they had not done such uh, wording, I think. But that gives us back to what Jay Seklow said. Will, will they call the gospel disinformation? Oh, no, they would never do that. Not now. Well, what about after they win several elections and the Department of uh, Misinformation becomes the Ministry of Truth and nobody is allowed to say anything unless the government censors approve it. How about that? You think we'll get that far? Well, in many ways... We will, if the socialist leftist keep controlling this country. So like I have said before, when it comes to this election, I would never vote for another Democrat again until the Democrats kick the socialist out of their party. That's what's driving this country into the mess that we are in. And it's time to stand up this election and make it a transformational election. Yes, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splittin' Politics, and to leave out this week's show, guess what? (laughs) One of our favorite governors in the United States, in the state of Florida, Governor DeSantis, and like I said, we've had him on this show, we've played some clips back before he was ever elected to any office. Uh, We had him on Doc Holliday's Rock Splittin' Politics, and you know what, I think He knows how to stand up and say what needs to be said in a strong way that doesn't um, that doesn't come across as petty, Uh, and and I just want you listen to this. This is what he had to say about the new ministry of truth coming to you from Washington D.C. and compliments of the Biden administration, Biden and Harris or whoever is really controlling, because neither one of those would ever have, I think, the brains to put together a Ministry of Truth Department or the Department of Misinformation and have the brains to put it in the law enforcement agency that controls and can throw people in jail. But go ahead. Let's see what Governor DeSantis said about this.
0: This was just a belated April Fool's joke. But they are actually going to create, in the Department of Homeland Security, A Bureau of disinformation. It's basically a ministry of truth. And what they want to do is they want to be able to put out false narratives without people being able to speak out and fight back. They want to be able to say things like Russia collusion and and perpetuate hoaxes and then have people like us be silenced. They want to be able to advocate for COVID lockdowns. They want to be able to be advocate for school closures, things that are not supported by the evidence. But then when you speak out, uh, they want to stifle dissent. And so we reject this bureau in the state of Florida.
1: Woo, I'll clap on that too. And that's how we're going to end up this week's show. And Joe Biden's Ministry of Truth, his own Ministry of Truth the Department of Misinformation, Bureau of Misinformation. And DeSantis said they're not going to allow it to do anything to the people of Florida. I hope all the governors across this nation say the same. We have the freedom of speech in America. Hold on to it. Cling on to it. Thank God for it and do not go silent into that good night. Be ready to vote in November. Do not slow down. Make sure you get involved in the primaries. Make sure you get involved in the general election. Make sure you let your friends and neighbors know our country is on the brink of disaster. This should be a transformational generational change. When I say generational, I mean generations coming together to say we reject those who want to do away with free speech. We reject those who want to d- just run this country into the ground. Let's pray, let's work, and let's make sure this election in November is transformational and the, the Democrats lose so bad that they'll know to survive, that they will have to kick the socialist out of their party. That's the goal. That's what we need to work toward. And let's help each other out. See you next week, right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics.